Hello and welcome to the Dynamic Life Show, inspiring change and transformation through words, stories, and conversations so that you may live your most dynamic life. Why? Because you are dynamic. I am your host, Georgette Taylor. Welcome to the show. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Dynamic Life Show. I am your host, Georgia Taylor, and I can't tell you how excited I am to be back with you on my podcast. It has been a moment, right? It really has. I don't know if the people out there who are listening have followed me before, but I was doing the I Am show, uh, which really was more geared toward the I Am word for the week, which I will be incorporating into this show. But I wanted the Dynamic Life show to be a little bit more broader and to uh, to encompass uh, other things that I wanted to share. So really, the Dynamic Life show is about uh, transformation, um, inspiration and transformation through words, stories, and conversations. And so that made it a little bit broader and I could uh, bring a lot of things into the show um, as opposed to just doing the I Am show. But I am glad that I started uh, doing the show. But unfortunately, because I stopped, it took me much longer to get started. And I think some of my fears started kicking in. You know, all the things that we think about. Oh, I don't, <laughs> I don't know if I should start it again. I was a little nervous when I did do the first two shows, and all those little things that your little voice, you know, starts to just want to come out and share with you. And sometimes you don't really want want that voice to be sharing anything with you at that particular moment. So that's why it took me a little bit longer. And, you know, I like to say, even though I am in the self-development business, that I'm still in the self-development business, right, <laughs> with my own with my own journey. And it's what I like, it's what I like to call the uh, pitch your tent, you are staying a while kind of journey. And God knows I have pitched my tent on plenty of occasions along many journeys uh, in my life. And so um, the one thing about pitching your tent, though, as I can tell you, so you can always pick it up and move it to someplace else. So um, we don't need to get stuck there, but some of us do. And that's what I want to uh, talk about um, in the show uh, is talk about being stuck, right? Being in a place where you're fearful, being in a place where you don't feel worthy, being in a place that you feel intimidated and all of those things go al- along with all this self-sabotaging belief about who we are as a person. And that takes work. That takes digging in to your own uh, um, to, into your own uh, your own thoughts and your own um, uh, ways of thinking and your own beliefs. And because we know a lot of those beliefs really do come about um, what other people put upon us, not so much about our own beliefs about who we are. So, like I said, an inner journey is always happening. It's always, um, the process is always going on. And um, I wanted to be able to just go ahead and do the show and just step out on faith that um, that what I have to say is important and that I have a voice and that it matters. Just like you out there, you have a voice and it matters as well. So if you're thinking about doing a podcast um, you could definitely connect with me, and I have some amazing friends out there who are doing some amazing jobs with podcasting, and be able to share that information with you as well. But just know that you have to understand that you have to be friends with the mic, and that's at the end of the day. That's how it was for me. I had to figure out for myself 
how I was going to move forward with this, with this show. Um, it's like I said, it took me a while to get started. And that's because I started to get really apprehensive and nervous and, and self-doubting, you know, what I had to say or if what I had to say was important and all of the other things that show up when you're, when you're fearful um, of your own genius, right? And, um, and I think that's really what it's about. So right now I'm just going to step out and do what I need to do because I know that at the end of the day, it's not just all about me. It's about somebody else out there who is listening or somebody else out there who who I am supposed to be sharing this information with. There's somebody else out there that I should be connecting with. Because, you know, it's like it's like you go to um, uh, you go to a workshop or you go to a training and you hear the information at this training and then you hear information at that training. And you hear information, at some other training or somebody tells you the same thing. But it's that one person that's out there that's for you, that when they share that information, you see it in a whole different perspective. It changes your life sometimes, even though you may have heard it said before, but it's because the, that person is the person for you. And I realize that I'm the person for somebody out there who's looking to make a change and don't know how to do it, or maybe looking to make a change and they hear a story that I share that shifts how they, how they think about their lives. And so I had to take myself out of the equation because my purpose really here is to be able to help inspire and transform that person's life that's out there listening for me and waiting for me to show up. And if I don't show up, then they could go through the rest of their lives not showing up either. And that's not saying that I'm putting myself on this huge, huge, crazy pedestal, but I do know that we all have a purpose here. And we're all here for some reason. We're all here to help somebody else show up in their lives. And so I want to be able to speak my voice. I want to be able to know that my voice matters because if I don't, then that person won't ever truly start to believe that their voice matters as well. So I get so excited. I get so excited talking about this stuff. I just get like a total like afterglow. You should see my face right now. It probably is just shining in this beautiful um, evening, uh, night in Georgia here where I'm at. So, um, but I get super excited about that. And, um, and speaking of afterglow, so I love Super Soul Sundays. I just absolutely love those shows. I love Super Soul Conversations as well. So I wanted to um, to do a segment called the Super Soul Afterglow because for me, after I watch those shows, I just get this really inspiring uh, feeling within myself. And I mean, I'm literally writing, I'm taking down insights, I'm just thinking about things that I could do with my business or things that I could share with people or stories that they said that I was thinking, oh my God, I can't wait to tell so-and-so. So uh, the Super Soul Afterglow today or this evening it's about this conversation that um, Oprah had with Bradley Cooper on one of her Super Soul, um, Super Soul Sundays. And it was about legacy. And I, I thought it was so interesting because I know there's so many people out there who want to create something in their lives or in their business that leaves a legacy for their family. And that's a beautiful thing. We all want to be able to leave something that is positive and that is abundant uh, for their family to be able to move forward in a different uh, a different space in a different place and change the trajectory of their lives as well. So that is um, just really what we all want to do. But the lesson and the, 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 the insight that I got from that kind of 
made me change how I thought about uh, a legacy. So, so what happened was that Bradley Cooper was talking to Oprah about him wanting to, um, uh, uh, to come to California. When he came to California, he had to admit to him to her that him and his mom drove around looking for her house because he was so inspired by watching all the shows that that she did years and years ago with his mom. And he was always excited because, you know, he said that she allowed people to come in and speak their voice and, and uh, share things with them that he thought was just totally different from what other people were talking about at that time. And so she was very... Uh, of course, she was very, very humble about accepting, you know, how excited he was to, to meet her and uh, and was talking about, you know, the legacy that she left, leaves behind. And so she had said that she was with Maya Angelou and um, Maya Angelou was teaching her to make biscuits. How cool is that, right? We have Maya Angelou in my house teaching me to make biscuits. But um, and so, they, you know, they were they were friends and uh, her mentor. And so she was saying that she was talking to Maya Angelou and she was saying, oh, my, my school is just, it's just going to be my greatest legacy. She was so excited. And Maya Angelou in her beautiful, deep baritone voice has said to her, you have no idea <laughs> what your legacy will be in my horrible Maya Angelou voice. But, but that was the point. She said to her that you have no idea what your legacy will be. Because your legacy is every life that you touch. Wow. Like, I never thought about it that way. She says, it's not one thing. It is everything. And she was referencing Oprah and saying, you know, it's everybody who watched the show, everybody who read one of the books that she talked about. I mean, it was just, so when I heard that, I was thinking to myself, wow, I never really thought of the legacy as every person that you touch. I thought of a legacy as one big thing that you did, you know, one big company that you built, or one big uh, television network or radio station or, 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 or um, I don't know, cleaning service, but whatever it was, that's how I thought of it as a, on a bigger scale. But when I listened to what she had said was that it's not so much on a bigger scale, right? That is on a minute scale of every life that you touch. Every person that you helped, every person that you gave advice to, every person that you allowed to put their head on your shoulders and cry, every person that you made laugh. It's just, it's so interesting. I get so crazy like into that because I think that is just such a way, uh, such an amazing way to think about your legacy. And so I just wanted to share that because I wanted you to think about your legacy. Think about the people that you have touched in your life. Think about all the things you have done in your life and where you're at now in your life. And how many times the thing that you have done for somebody has helped change how they saw their life, which then then created a different legacy for them. So I thought that was just so brilliant. So I just want to definitely share that, that super soul afterglow with you. And, uh, you know, I am... It's just inspiring for me. I just, I just thought it was just so good. Uh, so, hey, if you have some feedback, you want to share something uh, about that, please make sure you go ahead and email me at Georgette at DynamicLifeEnterprise.com and, uh, and share what you thought about that insight, that super soul afterglow. Uh, uh, and I, I thought it was just fascinating. I'm just glowing thinking about that because now it makes me think about all the ways that um, I can um, touch 
people in their lives, right? And don't have to think about it as one big thing. You know, it's just the simple things that you do and the the the, the things that you that you hold space for people so that they can express themselves. That changes the trajectory of their legacy in their lives. So again, that was just really inspiring for me. So, um, and um, I love inspiring things and inspiring stories. I love to hear things that make me feel good. So I ran across um, recently an inspiring story um, uh, uh, from this gentleman um, in Japan. And I thought it was just so interesting. So I wanted to be able to share that with you as well. So there was a, a gentleman in Japan and he started growing flowers for his wife after she became depressed because she had lost her eyesight due to diabetes. And they had been married from, for over 30 years. And one thing that they wanted to do, they ran a farm in a, in a town in Japan, and they had planned on taking a trip around Japan after they retired and after 30 years of marriage. Uh, but unfortunately, his wife lost her sight when she was uh, 52. And... Um, so they were really sad and she was very sad because she realized that they couldn't do the trip, the dream trip that they had wanted to do for so many years because she wasn't able to see the beautiful places that they wanted to travel to. And so she became withdrawn and she was like, she wouldn't go outside and she wouldn't leave the, the house. And for many years this happened. And so to cheer his wife up, uh, I believe his name is Mr. Kuroki. Kuroki. Sorry, I'm not fluent in Japanese, so maybe I should bring my my son over to to, to read some of these words <laughs> because he lives in Japan. He's fluent in Japanese right now, so maybe he can help me. If he and if he hears this podcast, he might be cringing when I'm trying to pronounce this stuff. But uh, so, Mr. Kuroki, he spent uh, what happened was that he spent two years planting a field of pink. Okay, here we go, pink shibazakura. Sh- okay. Shibazakura flowers. Okay. Anyway, it there's a pink, it's a pink mossy plant found in, in Japan. So what he did, he spent two years planting those, thousands of them, in his garden with the hopes that his wife would enjoy the smell since she couldn't see them anymore. And that he also did hope that visitors would come by because of the smell and because of they were so beautiful and vibrant that they would come by and they would like, you know, have an opportunity to visit. So that way he, his wife would have some company and have uh, something to, uh, to want to come outside for and to, um, uh, to start living her life again, which I thought was just so, so, so beautiful. So that was 10 years ago. And now according to the Telegraph, the garden actually draws up to 7,000 people each day during the spring, not 7,000 people a year, 7,000 people each day during the spring. And the visitors, they take pictures of the flowers, they introduce themselves to her, they go into the shed and they they they, they converse with her and they look at photos of, of the couple's life together since they've been married 30 years. So it gives her something to aspire to, right? To want to be able to connect with people again and have conversations with people and it makes her happy. And I was so touched by this uh, story uh, about this man wanting to plant flowers for his wife because First, they smelled good, and he thought she could smell them even though she couldn't see them anymore. But also to be able to cheer his wife up and have her come out and 
and and and be who she was before. So I thought that was just so loving, right? Isn't that such a great story? I thought it was so good. So I, I really want to be able to share those things around the world. Um, and sometimes it could definitely be in your backyard as well. But this one happened to strike me for some reason, and I just wanted to be able to to share that to share that with you. So um, I, I'm I'm just excited again for being able to. Um, do this show, and and I hope that some stories from around the world or the um, the Super Soul Afterglows that there's something in there that makes you think differently about your life or your situation, and also because I'm doing this podcast, make you think about that there's something in your life that you still want to do that you may have not accomplished or that you may have been fearful of doing. Because I, you know, I will tell you that. The first time I've been on the radio, I was I was a nervous wreck. I had done a show, um, oh my goodness, almost 200 shows, I think, with my friend um, Audrey um, several, several years ago on Blog Talk Radio. And every day that we did that show, I was nervous. Every day, I just couldn't, I was just like, oh my goodness. And then I remember she challenged me another time to do a show. I, I was a romance consultant for a long time. And I kept saying, oh, I want to do this show about relationships and romance. And she said, okay, well, I'm tired of you talking about it. So why don't you just go ahead and do it? And so I went and I did it. And I was petrified literally every time I did the show. And uh, so um, I come back full circle and I did the I, Am, the I Am show and I did two shows. And I remember coming up the second show. Well, the first show, I think, feeling like, oh, my goodness, this is really it's just not a good show. And I really started beating myself up about it. And I realized at the end of the day, you know what? I have something to say because there, you know, there are times when that fear is going to stop you and that fear is going to get in your way. And you're going to start to think to yourself, oh, my gosh, do I have it in me? Oh, my gosh, do I have enough to say? Oh my gosh, is what I have to say important? And the other thing that's going to happen to you, if you don't do it, this is going to be something in your soul that is never going to go away. Something to the point where you have to speak out. You have to say something. And that's where I started to feel it at. Not, not, it just got to be bigger than the fear of mine. <laughs> it just got to be bigger than the fear of mine. And I realized at the end of the day, I have to make a great relationship with this mic here. We have to be really, really good friends. He has to listen to me. He has to support me. Um, maybe I'll find a, a, a girl name for it, you know, instead of just Mike. Maybe it'll be Michelle. But um, Michelle has to support me and has to be there for me and has to allow me to um, tell my story and share what it is that I know so that, like I said before, people who are listening, they can they can find the courage and the strength and the desire to want to change their lives and do what it is that they're called here to do. And for some of you out there who are already doing the things that you are called here to do, I'm going to say that is a blessing, that you are so blessed because there's so many people out here who still struggle with what it is that they want to do or how can they do what they want to do or even not even that feeling that they don't have anything to contribute. But we all know that everybody has something to contribute. So um, that's what the Dynamic Life Show is about. 
sharing those moments, sharing those inspirations, sharing those little words of wisdom from other people that you hear or from yourself to be able to share it so that other people can actually um, have um, have an opportunity to be able to do the things that they want to do. So uh, the Dynamic Life Show really is here to hold space for you, to hold space for whatever it is that you want to become in your life. So, so I'm going to uh, now share the I Am Word of the Week with you because I wanted to do something um, uh, that you can take during the week, that you can live in, that you can write about, that you can affirm for yourself to make that um, that Monday morning <laughs> for for some of you um, a lot more um, positive, right? Because I know Monday morning is coming around and some people are at places that they really don't want to be in. But what I want to say also about that is that, you know, um, it may not be the place you want to be in at the moment, but you can still have a more positive outlook on what you are doing. And by but what I mean by that is that if you're a customer service person, you are helping people out there. If you are a salesperson, you are helping people out there. If you are a um, a, a carpenter or a contractor or uh, whatever business that you hold, you are helping people out there. You are making a difference every single day. And by you doing that, you are also still living in in your in your in your moment that you're living in um the areas that you um that you are good at you are living in your genius in a way because those are the things that you do to help other people to move on in their lives be it helping them you know uh, figure out something on their bill or helping them to um take care of their landscape whatever it is and if you choose that you don't want to do that anymore that's cool too but just know that what you bring to the table is important and that your skill matters. So um, I just wanted to be able to share that with you because I know sometimes Monday mornings can be kind of rough for people. And that's why I wanted to leave you with the I am word of the week. So let's see what that word is, what, what that word is for today. You know, I carry my little deck of cards with me everywhere I go. So, hey, and if you want to get a deck of the IMUR cards so you can have your own 52 cards of the week, you know, you can pick them up at uh, dynamiclifeenterprise.com. But in the meantime, we are going to flip over this card and let's see. Oh, my goodness. Wow. This is a good one. So the I am word for the week for you is bold. I am bold. I want you to repeat that to yourself now and say, I am bold. And I want you to use your name too this time. So I want you to go ahead and say your name. I'm going to say mine and I'm going to say I am bold. So here we go. Georgette, I am bold. Or Georgette, you are bold. So I want you to take that word. I want you to write that word down in some sentences for yourself about being bold in your relationships or being bold in your in your finances or being bold in your business or being bold in your um, in your life, in your job, whatever you feel that you need to be bold in. I want you to write that sentence down. I want you to repeat that in the morning when you're looking at yourself in the mirror. And please, men and women. 
You guys, you have to shave in the morning. You have to groom yourself in the morning. Women, we're, we're grooming and, 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 and plucking and putting on makeup. But when you look at yourself in the mirror tomorrow morning, what I want you to do is really look at yourself in the mirror, okay? I want you to look into those beautiful eyes that God has blessed you with. And I want you to see you. And I want you to know that you are bold. Sometimes it's scary to be bold. But it is there. It is within you. And you can. I know if you look back in your life right now, there are so many things that you were totally bold about. And you can do it again. So anyway, I want you to live with that word for a week. Like I said, write it down. Put it in, write it on a piece of paper. Put it in front of you. Whatever it is that you need to do to make sure that that word bold shows up in your life every single day until we meet again next Sunday, okay? Thank you again so much for listening to the Dynamic Life Show. And until next week, please be inspired, empowered, and live a dynamic life. Namaste. Hey, everyone, this is Georgette. Thank you so much again for joining me on the Dynamic Life Show. If you'd like to check us out, you can join us on Sundays at 7 p.m. on Anchor.fm. And please, if you go there, make sure that you download the app so that you won't miss a show and you won't miss one of the guests on In the Conversation. To see notes, snippets, and information about other guests who may be joining us in the conversation, you can visit DynamicLifeEnterprise.com. You can also go there and check out my blog about my journey into this crazy and amazing podcast life, as well as check out the I Am You Are card deck, where all of your amazing I Am words of the week come from. So until next week, I wish for you all out there an inspired, empowered, and dynamic week. And don't forget to aspire to inspire someone out there in the world who is waiting to hear from you, because your voice matters. Namaste. Namaste.